Hey, hello. You're listening to Let's Be Vocal. Hey, guys. It's another week, another Tuesday of you listening to my voice. Um, I did, in fact, spend like an hour and a half editing that podcast that you listened to last week yesterday so i've heard a lot of my voice recently um especially like putting little clips for y'all on my instagram which if you don't follow you should definitely head over there and check that out because it's kind of bumping um so i hear a lot of my voice and i was i procrastinated doing this for the last hour um we're not gonna talk about what i did because it isn't important this week we're talking about personality boxes and that when it when it comes to mind i feel like so many things happen um but more specifically i'm talking about like what people use to define themselves because we all know that like the whole thing that people actually believe in zodiac signs and like if you're a gemini then you're two-faced and i can't talk to you like type stuff like that um but then there's also enneagrams and people like well my enneagram says this and that's definitely me and now i live my life by that um and so much other things so many other things so much others yeah that made sense so many other things um we let define us when if we didn't ever know about them or we didn't see them then they wouldn't be able to dictate our days and how we react to things i mean sure you can have a coincidence or something could align with you but um not all of them so basically I took a bunch of these tests. Um, I went and learned as much as I could, essentially, about my zodiac sign. And then um, I took the Enneagram test. I took um, a color quiz because apparently there's this quiz that um, your color like will tell you something about your personality or whatever. So that was interesting. I took a 15 minutes for me quiz. Um, I just took, I took a lot of quizzes in preparation for this. So we'll see how this goes. I guess because I've talked about it so much, we're going to start with Zodiac signs. Um, my sign is a Taurus because I, my birthday is May 15th. Um, my moon, my, my moon, my Mars and my Mercury are all Gemini, which again, could be the reason why quote unquote, I get along with Gemini's, um, and then my rising is Aquarius and I don't know what the other ones are because I didn't feel like um <laughs> I didn't feel like looking it up or whatever so take with that what you will if you are a person that knows a lot about zodiac signs um there you go that could mean I'm either a horrible person and that's why people don't get along with me or that I'm a great person once you get to know me I don't really know I don't do very much research on my sign but like when I see it come across my feed, I think it's it's like funny. Um, yeah, apparently I'm like stubborn, and you shouldn't cross me, and um, a lot of things. I try to be super nice, but I don't know. I also intimidate people. I don't know why that is. That is a whole other thing. So this isn't this is completely unrelated. But I've been told on multiple occasions, both by um, like spiritual leaders in the church and then um by people that are like you just have a this energy about you or whatever that are more into um what is it that are more into 
stones and like this stone protects your energy and your chakra or whatever that stuff is I don't really know anything about that so but I've been told that I, I hold this very strong presence um in the spiritual realm and um that could be what intimidates people which would make sense because they never have a real reason to not talk to me or to stop talking to me because I try to be very nice if you ever come across me I try to be very nice um so that's that's my whole like zodiac thing and I guess a snippet of my spiritual life I try not to let that define me but also like I don't fully understand it the one I'm most excited about to understand because I don't exactly I don't I, this isn't a good reason to be excited about it but I don't exactly know whether it's based off of like scientific things or if it's just someone made this up and was like yep cool but Enneagram this was super big like a year and a half ago where everyone was like so what's your Enneagram blah 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 um and I I think I took it but didn't remember anything that was t what it told me um so I took it again the other day and I got my large my biggest one my main one is two and then so I have 98% match in two an 86% match in three 44 and four 45 and 5, 87 and 6, 52 and 7, 88 and 8, 81 percent and 9, and then 95 and 1. So my first, my top three are 2, 1, and 8, I think. Yeah, 2, 1, and 8. Um, so my top one is type 2, can be described as the giver. Twos want to be liked and find ways that can be helpful to others so that they can be loved and belong. And then one, the type one can be thought of as the perfectionist. One, ones place a lot of emphasis on following the rules and doing things correctly. And then type eight is also known as the challenger. Eights see themselves as strong and powerful and seek to stand up for what they believe in. Now, Hearing all of this, I would say it's pretty accurate. I can be a perfectionist. I do like to do as much as I can to help others. Um, of course, without draining it from myself. And then the last one was the challenger. Eight see themselves as strong and powerful and seek to stand up for what they believe in. Um, I didn't used to. Like, to be fully honest, I didn't used to see myself as... Um, strong or powerful I used to be like oh I'm inferior to so many people and like even if I didn't admit it to myself verbally or like consciously I thought about it um internally and subconsciously and it definitely hindered my relationships and my growth in just like being a person but I think as I and especially it, it came to like a situation of trying not to be conceited is I, I overcompensated by trying to be, like, too humble, almost, um, to the point where it was annoying, um, and it took me forever to accept that I am good at things, and to even admit that I'm good at things, because I, I thought I was like, oh, I don't want to come off conceited, blah, 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 or egotistical, I, I did not want that so bad that I would just completely, not degrade myself, but I wouldn't allow myself to take a compliment, or anything and I know a lot of people do that where they're like oh I won't take a compliment but like part of them is still or from what I think is that part of them 
is still saying to themselves like no I'm actually like okay with this even if they're not saying it to other people they say it to themselves I never said it to myself I like didn't think about it at all so as I get older and the more I learn about myself and the more open I am with myself the more I'm like yeah I am a pretty strong person I I try and take care of people um and I'm learning to take care of myself before I take care of people because you can't help someone if you're dying you know so I I would say that I'm a stronger person now and I'm I can definitely be a perfectionist because I I've always had trouble doing things if I cannot be great at them and failing is not an option and so when that's your mentality you know it makes it a little difficult to go through life so I've been working on that a lot lately which I'm kind of bummed that it came out as my second top thing but um I've been working on it a lot because I don't want to I like things to be great I do but I don't want to miss out on doing things or like partaking in things because I can't do them to the best of my capabilities like it's okay to be bad at things and I say it and I register it putting it into practice is a lot harder um but that's my Enneagram thing uh I have a lot more to go through if you guys want to talk to me more about that please comment on my Instagram on the post for this episode um I'd love to hear what you guys got go take it it's like truity it's free to do um it's actually kind of interesting I I get why people started to follow them but I wouldn't follow just like um the twos and follow any anything with twos I would literally look at my top three and see how that went Ooh, I'm two one eight uh six three so six is a six a type six is also known as the skeptic sixes are preoccupied with security seek safety and like to be prepared for problems that's the perfectionist in me but um yeah I also don't love to um I'm trying to be more carefree which is probably why it's lower and it's number four instead of my top three but I've always had trouble um just going the flow of things and not trying to think ahead or um plan I always try to plan or I always try to be on top of things but I'm a lot more I'm I'm not very impulsive at all I'm very I can be spontaneous now um because I've gotten out of my head a lot more than I used to be but I'm not impulsive at all um so there's that and then three type three is also known as the achiever threes want to be successful and admired by other people and are very conscious of their public image I have the biggest grin on my face I'm not even kidding because I was just saying how I didn't want to be perceived as conceited and I'm slowly slowly letting go of this image that I've kind of forced myself to put on um and it's not like it's a fake image it's just these are the parts that I think are appealing so I'm going to show you these and everything else I'm going to hide and I think to an extent we all do that um but I'm getting better at just kind of showing all of it all the good the bad the ugly um the great the self-conscious the excited all of it just everything um and it's been a lot better for me now granted I've been in quarantine for a year so I haven't actually gotten to put any of this in practice in person but um I've gotten to do it online 
a little bit more where I just don't care. Like, a casual Instagram feed is the way to go, guys. I know nobody, really, and that's normal, cares about their feed and they just kind of, like, post whatever. But I see a lot of my friends post, like, once every once in a while or they very and when they do post more often than like once a month they're very calculated with what they post like oh well well this gets likes or blah 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 blah. i do not care i post there there's like a prime time to post where it'll be on your instagram use your followers feed and they'll be on instagram whatever i don't care i will post three times in a day and i will post at the randomest times ever i will literally make a post um, I'll take a picture and I'll post it right then and there, not caring what the outcome's going to be because it's a post I want to have um, and I want to remember without having to keep it on my phone because I, I've never, some people have like thousands of photos in their camera roll. I've never exceeded like 500. Wait, is that a lie? Okay, that is a lie. I've never exceeded 800. Um, I'm looking at my 454 photos. Um, not that it's exceeded 500, but I'm, I'm sure that I've exceeded 500. I've never re- reached a thousand cause I, I don't even think I've reached 900 cause I hate keeping things on my phone. Um, I don't know why I just do. I, I'm like, if I'm not ever going to use this, what's the point? And I also try to download them on my laptop or on a hard drive or something that way I can keep them, but I don't have to anyways, long tangent. Um, yeah, I just try really hard not to be a perfectionist or um, care what people see in me. The other um, big thing that people still have in their bios and stuff is the 16 personalities. And I think this one is a little bit more scientific based, but they have, I don't even know all of the different kinds, but I know I took this a while ago. I didn't actually retake it. Um, I probably should have, but I forgot. Um, but my personality type that I got when I did take it is ISFPA, the adventurer. Um, and I got 61% introverted, um, for mind, which the trait determines how we interact with our environment energy. This trait shows where we direct our mental energy. And I got 62% observant instead of, and then 38% intuitive. I have always caught myself and been told that I just watch everything and so sometimes I'm a little bit too quiet because I'm just watching how people are interacting and what's going on around me and um some people get in trouble with that because they like don't speak at all or they come off shy I try to be very involved even when I am doing that but I I still I watch how people react to what I'm saying uh, yeah and then mine the trait determines how we interact with our wait I just did that one nature this trait determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions i got 61 percent feeling and 39 percent thinking which is opposite to the whole perfectionist and all of that stuff and then i got tactics tactics this trait reflects our approach to work planning and decision making i got 56 percent prospecting and 44 percent judging um i don't really know what that means <laughs> And then identity is the last one. And it says this trait underpins all others, showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. And I got 63% assertive and then 37% turbulent. And that was actually, sh- it shocked me 
because I thought I was um, very fluctuating in what I thought and what I wanted because I thought like, oh, like I would be contradictory with myself. I didn't think because I got mixed up with what I was telling other people and then what I truly believed. And um, I even though I would have trouble before with speaking up on what I believe and what I think, which again is one of the things I was like, oh, you have no problem doing that. And that's something you need to do. I had trouble doing that. And I would like kind of yield to whatever was important to them or whatever they were saying. And I just agree with them because it was easier at the time. Um, but even though I was, I had my main, my, my mind made up (laughs) and, um, I don't do that as much. I think I, I know what I I think and I kind of stick with it. And some people might call that stubborn, but I'm also open to listening to other point of views and kind of adapting my own. I won't fully change if I, if I genuinely believe that I'm right. Um, if you can prove reasons why I should uh, um, adapt what I think, then I will. Because I'm not, no one should ever be stuck in their ways. But yeah, that's my 16 personalities test. I have this little guy with a little paint thing. He's yellow, but it's ISFP-A um, if you're wondering. And then I have gender roles on here, but we'll get to that in a second. The other quiz that I took was the color quiz that I was telling you about. And I got purple, which only 17, 17% of people who took this test were getting. And it is creative, expressive, uh, emotive. Um, creativity is dominant and I'm a creative thinker is what it said. Which makes sense because anywhere I go, any like the two youth pastors that I've um, got to learn from, both told me they're like yeah you're creative and then anytime other people would like pray over me and tell me that I was creative or like ask me if I was creative I'd be like yeah and I'm always like how do you know this because it's not like they get to see me interact with people or like what I do or anything they literally just come up to me they're like they pray over me or they pray and whatever and they're like you're creative aren't you and I was like uh yeah and this is again with my imposter syndrome and um not wanting to own what I am good at and so whenever they would say it, I'd just kind of be like shocked that that's something that they thought of me. But yeah, I, I am creative and I remind myself this every day because it's so hard to like own it. I was even doing it just other, the other, not the other day, this morning, because um, I was trying to tell someone um, about like, he was like, so what do you do? Like, what hobbies do you have besides your podcast? And everything that I listed off was basically a creative thing. And he goes, oh, so you're creative. I said, yeah yeah I am (laughs) um but anyways the other colors were gray orange green crimson and blue um 40% got green which I wanted green not because I like connected with it but just because green is my favorite color and green is peaceful serene and accommodating so that's what 40% of the, the people that took this quiz got and then the next biggest one was blue with 17%, which they got there. People that are blue, goodness, I'm stumbling all over all of my words. People that are blue are dependable, practical, directive, or and directive. Uh, 
Yeah. And they um, are 70%, which I feel like people that are dependable and practical can easily be seen as um, the ones that are either stubborn or the ones that are very quiet and don't quote unquote like to have fun. But I don't think that's true. And then the next highest one with 12% was Crimson and they are adventurous, bold, and direct which we all know someone that fits under this. You, de- Someone definitely popped in your head. And then the second to last one is orange with optim- optim- lala. optimistic. <laughs> I'm leaving all of this in. And free, friendly, and then perceptive. Hmm. There's a couple of names that came to mind for that one. And lastly is green, gray, powerful, mysterious and proactive which that suits gray like if you couldn't pick any other color to to match those adjectives um and then minus 17 percent, and that would fit in between um it's matched with blue so it's in between or in between green and crimson but matched with blue Anyway, so that's my color. You should go take it. It's just a color quiz. Um, it should pop up rather quickly when you type it in in your search engine. Um, it's kind of... I didn't read too much about it, I don't think. But um, because I think you had to pay. It was definitely interesting, though. I was surprised that I got... I wanted green, again, because it was my favorite color. I didn't read anything about any of these. But um, Purple purple was my favorite color I actually was excited kind of because purple was my favorite color when I was in elementary school and I stopped being my favorite color when I got into middle school because everyone's like red or blue and I was like okay fine I'll I won't like those it'll be green I'll I'll just stick with green because I've always liked green um and then all of a sudden people like purple and I got so heated (laughs) but it's whatever I because you know middle school you wants to fit in this other test that I took isn't necessarily a personality box but just something that um, I think all of us should take anyway and I'm going to slip in here really quickly it's a 15 minutes for me dot com little test and um, it's supposed to tell you where you are with your stress depression and anxiety when I got my results before I tell you um, I was like I'm going to take this just because whenever I see people talking about how like stop saying you're depressed um, if you're not or whatever because that's such a heavy word and it's such a heavy topic and I was like I wouldn't say I would have I have depression but I would say that I get depressed because I do get in these modes not necessarily where I'm sad but where I'm super unmotivated to do anything um, and it's just I'm not creative and it, it's a rough place to be in so with that being said my results were 43% for stress which is on the better side. So it's like almost normal, um, a little bit too much, but almost normal. 29% anxiety, which is in the red because a normal person, I'm assuming, doesn't get very anxious. And I think that goes with me having to control my perception of myself to other people or by other people, which I'm working on. I took this Thursday and it's currently Tuesday so it's been like four days I can't do math um did I do that right hold on I did it right 
I can do math. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so I guess I'm a little bit, I'm just barely in the red for that one. I just barely have too much anxiety for a normal person, but I think I control it pretty well because I try and push myself. And again, I'm working on not caring about how I'm perceived. And then for depression, I got 55 or 57%, which isn't in the like, you should get help, but it's definitely in the like, hey, be cautious because you're way more than uh, the average person. So it's basically, it's green, yellow, um, a kind of orange red, and then a deep red. I'm in the deep red for anxiety. I'm in the like orange red for depression. And then I'm in the yellow, um, yellow part because there's like a yellow orange. Um, I'm like smack dab in the middle between the yellow and the orange for stress. Um, I may be a sliver closer to the yellow than the orange. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of my mental health check-in. If you were wondering, I think I'm doing pretty well. Um, my depression or not my depression, but my depressive days and moments have definitely lessened as recently, like ever since I decided I want to start my podcast again. Um, and with working out and all this stuff. So I've been definitely taking care of myself which is so needed and I won't preach it in every single podcast if I have to take care of yourself take care of your mental health um it's so important because at the end of the day you're stuck with you um and taking care of the thing that literally helps you (laughs) move from day to day is very important and then hmm sorry I need to drink some water (laughs) okay so I brought up gender roles earlier Um, and I was, the first thing that comes to mind is doing dishes versus taking out the trash because that was like a huge thing in my, my household. Like my sister and I would do the dish or I would do the dishes and then my brother would take out the trash. That was just kind of how we we worked and we rotated. But I was on TikTok and I was scrolling through like the lives on the 40 page lives or whatever. And I saw, I kid you not three back-to-back people that were live were guys and they were all doing their dishes I don't know why it was like so bizarre for me it was in the morning so it kind of made sense but I was about to sneeze (laughs) um so it kind of made sense but it was like weird for me but I guess Gen Z has been doing really well at like breaking stereotypes they like don't care um also when dishes need to get done they need to get done it doesn't matter whether you have a sister or not (laughs) um but in terms of other like gender roles or whatever and like how we dress and what um jobs to take like who cares like the biggest one that I think still is like a little bit harder is the whole nannying like you don't see very many male nannies or teenage boys babysitting a because I get the whole teenage boys not babysitting because do you really want to trust the teenage boy that can barely take care of themselves to take care of your kid Mm. That's a that's more of a maturity thing. It's just scientifically proven that women mature faster than men. Um, however, like when they get older and they're like grown adults and they have this like maternal um, or paternal I won't even say maternal paternal gift to them. Let them let them watch your kid. Who cares? Like if they can do it and they've proven that they're responsible enough to do it, who cares? Like why is it something that you'd rather? If there were two people, they had the exact same qualifications, and you got along with them both whatever but one was a female and one was a male 
I feel like at least eight times out of ten, people are going to go with the female simply because she's a female. And, like, I get it. It's like, well, naturally, blah, 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 blah. But there are some women who, like, if, especially, I was going to say there are some women who just don't have that instinct, which is very true. There are some that are just not cut out for um, having kids. And one person is coming to mind. And every time I send her a video of a cute baby, she says, I don't like kids. So she probably, but she's also young. So that's probably why. Um, she goes, I might like my kid. But if they have the same qualifications and they're both good at taking care of kids, then it shouldn't matter who is better. It's honestly, then at that point, you like let the kid choose. And you're like, hey, which one do you like better? Like give him a trial run or close your eyes and point. Um, because at that point it, it shouldn't matter whether they're male or female that they have the same qualifications and dedication to the job. Um, that's another personality box that you shouldn't let anyone put you in. Um, because who cares? Do what you want. Paint your nails. It's a form of art, honestly. Um, I want to see more people, more guys painting their nails orange. Cause I get it. You guys are doing the black. It's safe. It's whatever. Um, do white. White's cool. I mean, you used to use everyone used to do um white out, which I don't know if that's safe. But everyone was doing that in high school um, and middle school. If they were like, who cares? Gender norms, who cares? And they would just paint their nails with white out or let girls paint their nails with white out. Um, however, uh, I want to see more orange nails. I know Max Schneider, I want to say his last name, from Rags. And, and he painted his yellow and it looked phenomenal. And he did it for like one of his covers and stuff. It was great. He paints his nails regularly with his wife. But I want to see more orange nails. I think orange would be very pretty on so many of you. Um, moving on to, I mentioned like dressing and how we like dress ourselves to go out and want to be perceived or whatever. That's also being broken down. And it's a huge conversation about like men and skirts and dresses. And apparently dresses and skirts were originally made for men, which is bizarre. Because it was like dress wear for men. Um, so the fact that people are so against it now um, doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I mean, I definitely think that it's whatever you're supposed to wear, whatever you're comfortable in. And if you're not comfortable wearing a dress as a guy, then don't wear a dress. But don't hate another guy for wearing a dress that he probably pulls off better than most fem females. Um, <laughs> I keep bringing up TikTok. I'm so sorry. But I saw a TikTok and it was a girl and she goes everything I wear my boyfriend looks better in me then so she would wear it and pose in front of the camera and then it would be her boyfriend walking on screen in it in the next clip and there was like three outfits and she got so mad each time because she's like why does he look better than me in my clothes and they both they both look great um but it was like he was wearing a corset and it's just these this feminine style on males should be normalized like why is it normal for a girl to wear baggy shirts and baggy pants or whatever and wear men's clothes like I've grown up from like all of pretty much all through high school even like in elementary for some days because I have an older brother and then I'm the oldest girl if I got anything handed down to me it was guys clothing and it was perfectly okay for me to wear it like nobody nobody questioned it I would go to school and I'd be in men's clothes and I I'm pretty sure I went to school one day I had this flannel that apparently I guess I I found in the men's section and I was matching with another kid at my school 
Uh, I don't, I don't think we wore it on the same day. I think we wore it on different days, but I had just noticed that we were wearing the same shirt. And I was like, either he's wearing a women's shirt or I'm wearing a man's shirt, but nobody questioned it. It did not matter whatsoever. So like, why is it an issue when men want to wear quote unquote feminine clothes, but it's okay. Like, why is there that double standard? Um, that's my overlapping on outfits and gender roles but I was also more talking about in terms of personality boxes like the whole soft girl aesthetic or the like fairy or the grunge fairy like all why do they have to have labels who cares wear what you want I hate picking aesthetic I really do I don't like it um because I love the kind of like New York um industrial look but then I also love the kind of cottage and like ethereal with um lots of plants and things like that and kind of a fusion of them and then I love farmhouse style and this is more me talking about rooms and homes because that's where my head is mostly at um but also just in style I was looking at these really cute pair of cowboy boots or cowgirl boots on Amazon that I kind of really want to get um which doesn't match 90% of the things I own um I have these like low rise jeans that I'm holding right now and they have really cute little patches on the pockets and um, the front pockets kind of look like very small versions of back pockets and they're cute and the top of them um, where the opening is has also like patchwork kind of um, fabric which I love and um, again doesn't necessarily fit my quote-unquote aesthetic of wearing mainly men's clothing because it's kind of a girly pair of pants um but I love it and I do not care why pick a style or an aesthetic I get it if that's just what you gravitate towards and that's what you like but we shouldn't have to pick one we should be able to be be a fairy cottage girl one day um and then wear our grungy e-boy e-girl style the next like who cares is whatever you feel comfortable in and whatever expresses you that day because that's what that, at the end of the day that's what all this is supposed to do it's supposed to express our feelings and our emotions and how we want to be perceived which whatever um and that's what clothing and painting our nails and makeup is all supposed to do um like I remember back in elementary school the first day of my fourth grade or third grade or something like that I had to wear I didn't really have anything to wear and my hair was done but it was like in these two braids going back and then um I was in I was in kind of like a girly top um but then I wore my brother's hand-me-down shorts that were that kind of that looked pretty big on me but somehow fit my waist and then um I was in his old shoes and this big backpack that did not fit me. Um, and when I look back on that picture, my sister's happy. She had just gotten new shoes that were like Vibrams, like my mom's, that kind of gave you the feeling of being barefoot all the time. Um, but they were shoes, so you could put your toes in, whatever. Um, and she was super excited to have those, and it was first day of school. She was fine. I, however, felt the ugliest I've ever felt. And I remember it so vividly. I remember like crying, having to go to school like that and just not being very happy. I didn't want to take pictures. I hated it. I felt like I looked like a boy and I didn't want to be at school. Looking back, I looked so good and I would wear that fit 10, 10 out of 10 would recommend would wear it again. Um, cause I matched. So that like, 
I was literally thinking about it. I was like, even if I did get compared to a boy, my bit, my best comeback could have been, but I'm matching. The, a boy can't do this. Tan shirt, tan slash with like brown. Um, it kind of, it was like a short sleeve version of a baseball shirt almost, if I remember correctly. But like brown sleeves, and then like tan for the rest of it, tan cargo shorts, and then brownish tan shoes. I was matching head to toe. Boys don't do that in elementary school and middle school. They wear their highlighter sneakers or shorts with their like white Nike shirt or whatever. And then random basketball shorts or or like vice like either their basketball shorts are like gray with their blue Nike or Under Armour shirt with their highlighter green shoes or they're in gray shoes or like black shoes or whatever with their highlighter orange or green shorts and their blue or white top and none of it matched so the fact that I was insecure about my matching fit because two of my items were boys like hand-me-downs and then my hair was not out or straightened or whatever it was that I wanted that day is stupid I hated that I felt like I looked like a boy especially because now I would definitely wear that outfit head to toe the exact same way um and feel so confident and feel like yeah this is me bet you were me bet you wish you were me um and I don't know why I think my idea for the longest time even still I'm trying to get my mindset out of that but my idea for the longest time a pretty girl had long hair that was either like wavy or if she had curls they were very big and they went to her shoulders and it looked really pretty um and that was my idea of what a pretty girl had. And she wore, she didn't wear like shorts. Cause I, I, I at that point, I didn't really care about dresses. Um, you couldn't really get me into one. And I didn't, I definitely wouldn't, never wore skort, skirts. I actually think um, my sister was wearing a skirt that day. I'm pretty sure she was wearing a skirt that day. Um, but I, I, you couldn't get me in either one of them. I was like, no, that's over my dead body. I would wear jeans all the time. And even wearing shorts, the only reason why I think I wore shorts this day was because they were long enough to almost look like jeans that I was like, fine, it's whatever. Um, but I, I only wore jeans ever. I didn't wear leggings. I always wore jeans. You could not get me out of jeans. I still mostly wear jeans. Regardless, um, I don't think we should have to pick an aesthetic. I think um, it should be an extension of how we're feeling that day. Like, I've noticed without even planning it the days I feel my best I come up with some really awesome fits with I only own basics um but I come up with some really fun fits that um I enjoy and that I think are cool and I think are quote-unquote Instagram worthy or like Pinterest worthy um that I get excited to take pictures in and those are the days where I feel my best where I'm energetic and um not even necessarily when I'm doing something or going somewhere. It's just when I when I feel good. In the days that I don't feel my best, I am in sweats. I reach for my leggings or just like an oversized long sleeve shirt. Like that's what I want to wear when I'm not feeling good. Um, so it's very much an extension of how I feel that day. <laughs> like today, I'm in a long sleeve shirt and shorts, which doesn't make sense weather-wise because it's like are you cold or are you hot and I am both I need to take my iron pill (laughs) 
regardless, it's just I'm comfy today, but I'm feeling good, which is why I'm wearing shorts instead of pants. Which, that's, like, when I wear pants at home, I'm usually not feeling my best. When I'm wearing shorts, though, chef's kisses, I'm feeling good, I have energy. Um, Unless I decide to put on jeans. But this is also because we're in a pandemic and I don't leave my house. So, me putting on pants is quite the excursion. I must feel really good or I'm going somewhere. Um, last thing I want to bring up, because we are slowly becoming to wrap this thing up, I'll keep it short, um, is our music taste. There are people who will specifically look to talk to you based on your music taste. The amount of people, and like, I, I used to understand this so much, I was like, yeah, if you listen to hard rock, I can't talk to you. Um, and I get it, but it's not your whole personality i don't care how much you love music how often you listen to music your music taste is not the only thing you can bond with someone over it's just not i would i like to say that i listen to everything because i can i can if you put something on i will i will i will jam with you in the moment whatever it's fine but i'm normally going to reach for especially if i'm listening to it by myself i'm going to go for my r&b I'm going to go for my usher. I'm going to go for my rule. I'm going to go um, towards more of those with my Clinton Kane, my Bruno Mars. By the way, leave the door open. Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. I am so excited for this project. It's amazing. Um, but I'm going to reach for more R&B style music because that's what I grew up on. That's what I like the most. But that shouldn't be like my only personality type <laughs> like i should be able to be like yeah cool country's fun um i'll listen a little opera here and there um but it like people literally will not talk to you if you listen to country like oh you listen to country we can't talk we can't be friends like huh who cares just say you don't want to listen to country and move on just say you're too scared to listen to country and move on um and I just don't understand why that's such a huge, um, like, game changer for people. It shouldn't be. It's like, okay, you're, like, art is art. Regardless of the melody or topics that's being spoken about, art is art. Um, I will say, I used to be, if I said this, a year or two ago, I would have been such a hypocrite because I hated rap music. And if you only listen to rap music, I could not talk to you. I just couldn't. I was like, um, how do you listen to all of that? Like, that's so annoying. But then I found rap A that I like. Um, and B, like, okay, that's all they listen to. That doesn't mean then you, you don't listen to music together. If you're in the car, put on the radio or put on a podcast or something. Like, find something else to enjoy. It doesn't, it's not your whole friendship. <laughs> so, um, you know, and also don't like just one genre. Like you don't have to, and if you do, that's fine. If you only, if I only liked R and B, and I didn't really like to listen to anything else, who cares? Who cares? You don't have to listen to it all the time. I do, so who cares? Um, yeah, I get it. Like, if, especially if you're a music lover and you love to share music, I get how it can hurt you a little bit that somebody doesn't like listening to the same amount of music or the same not amount. The same kind of music that you do but it's okay you then you don't listen to music with them you listen to music with other people it's not that serious 
But I've talked your ear off long enough. I hope your dishes are done. I hope your room is clean. I hope your drive was swell. Um, or if you're sleeping like a little baby, I hope you sleep. Um, and I will talk to you next week. Have a good day. Have a good sleep. Have a good night. Uh, afternoon, lunch, whatever it is you're doing. Enjoy it. You'll never get today back. Tomorrow is coming. If today sucked, I'm sorry. Don't let five minutes ruin your day. All of the inspirational things. Um, talk to you next week. Bye.